0: Or, like, how was your time management before you really gave your life to I ministry? Wonderless creative. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm steps behind you in my time management walk. Sure. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a wonderless creative uh, with my endeavors of music and making the world a better place through music. But I've already noticed, like I said, as a husband, father, as a, as a businessman, as an artist, your life has changed when you have the higher purpose of doing God's will, dude. One hundred, and yeah. it gives
1: you the clarity to, to keep doing it when it's boring. Yeah, to right. Keep doing it when it doesn't feel like it's working. Totally. because um, that one person that's like you changed my life, dude. And, and that's On that day that it was boring. That that's what's so funny about um, you know, just just helping people. It sounds it's not revolutionary, but mm-hmm. like if you just help people, and honestly, it's. I I, kind of go back to where Paul says, become all things to all people, Mm. you know, like, can you just help somebody with a need they have first before I go and preach, before I tell you what you should be doing and what you could be doing or like all that stuff? Because that that that's building relational equity. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't get hate for for posting preaching clips on my social media, even though I have a very diverse social media following, mm-hmm. you know, but it's because of like the way I'm doing it. I think it's very, it's strategic in nature, but it's also natural. But I think there's just something to say about like just committing a life to helping people yes. and it resonates. And then, it and then, and then you actually earn the right to say what you believe, right. Right. you know? Yeah, um,
0: And so With I- authority. I, yes. That's how you earn your authority. Right. Because you're, you're not just doing what you think God wants you to do. Because that's what the message in the mainstream media and in society is. It's like, oh, to be a good Christian, you have to be this, 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 this. And it's a stereotype. Like I said, it's a caricature. Yeah. But that is kind of the opposite of when you're actually living in what God wants for you. Right. Because it usually doesn't look like saying the Hail Mary, you know, 20 times a day. It might look like when you're in a bad mood and you're sitting on a subway, looking at the person next to you and just saying, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Like, it's very small outreach and loving people and you know it's sometimes God just has you do these things uh, you don't hear a voice you don't like read it in, a, in the scripture and be like oh I must do this right now hello how are you doing yeah but it's a it, it's a uh, thing that by being tuned into has improved my life and everyone's life that I've seen devote themselves to that mm-hmm. greater good in that way I think the contrast of that is um that cynicism of uh, you know how are you supposed to know like oh god sent a storm and caused this like one of my buddies made a joke about that recently we had a camping trip and it got canceled and he's like oh god must have sent a storm and it was kind of like a jab like cynical um and you know I, i don't take it to heart but deep in my core i'm like man that cynicism is keeping people from yeah just having an open mind dude and an open i mean heart. when you see in
1: all throughout the gospels when when jesus was doing something mm-hmm. there's usually recordings of like and then the religious people question yes you know yeah it's a religious spirit it's just it's quite there's a difference between asking god questions mm-hmm. and questioning god yeah and i love asking god questions that's how i develop my sermons that's how i investigate scripture that's how i d- dive deep but i don't want i don't ever want to be at the person who questions what god is doing right And A.W. Tozer, uh, he's a theologian, he would say, what you think about when you think about God is the most important thing about you. Mm. And if you don't know God, then what you think about him is going to jade your view of who he is. Right. But that's why it's important to give scripture a shot, you know, read the gospels, learn the character of Jesus. You'll see that like, oh, he actually hated religion. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought God was the God of religion. No, he's not, you know? And, and so you, you learn about these, these nuances of God's character through the life of Jesus. And it, it really, and, and that's where it's so funny where like the world doesn't like what God wants, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like anywhere you see churches, you see better communities, you see people being helped churches give away more money than any politician, right? to natural disasters, to causes, like the local church and, and, and believers are honestly, they're, they're responsible for a a lot of amazing things. And, and yet we, we criticize because of what we think about God. We think God is uh, judgmental, although he does, he does judge if, you know, he's God he gets to determine what's truth and what is it what is and what isn't and uh but he's but he's a good God he's he's generous he laid down his life while we were yet sinners uh first Corinthians says that Christ came and died mm-hmm. so like we were in our wrong we were in our error and he decided to help us anyway right like how, how can I how can I be cynical about that yeah I mean, right
0: well that's what I'm saying and, but and what, yeah if you don't know you don't know if you well if you don't it's the pain, dude. Yeah. People, when you have pain, because that's why I wasn't on the walk for a long time. There was pain. There was unaddressed uh, grief and sadness and anger and things that it's easy to. There's two options, man. Suffer or have peace. And you can continue suffering if you don't acknowledge what's going on in your heart. It's easy to look the other way. and say, I'm, I would rather just suffer than acknowledge what's happening in my heart right now and sometimes you t- you can take that to the end of your life mm-hmm. that's that's tragic and i think that's part of why jesus said to share the gospel right. to go and reach those people dude the the, the
1: great commission mm. you know uh, go i all authority has been given to me jesus says now now go right so now we have the authority that jesus gives us to go out and make disciples baptizing them in the name of the father son and holy spirit there, there isn't necessarily the the formula or br- blueprint on how to do that because he gives us the ability to interpret on how we can do that in an organic way based on our life experiences. Like, like you and Ryan, you guys are creating disciples the way you feel fit with your guys' experience. One hundred percent. I've I've discipled a lot of guys through biblical interpretation with meeting at a coffee shop, yeah. you know, and it, it's slow. It's, 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 you know, months and, and, and doing life together. Then you have the other ways of doing discipleship, like how churches are holding services and letting people hear the gospel and like now go into your families and, and live biblical standard lives. Right. Uh, there's so many ways it's our, it's left up to our interpretation mm-hmm. on how we make disciples. And that's an what art. exactly, but that's why, like, that's what's so cool about when you recognize, let's say somebody in your life who maybe is a little you know, self-righteous, cynical, religious spirit that like your life preaches and mm-hmm. your way of discipling them is honestly
0: down, it comes up to your creativity. Absolutely, you it know? comes up to your creativity and how well are you pursuing, uh, discovering the gifts that God has given you. Right. Like whether it's, cause when you say all the different ways of discipling, yeah, like Jesus had his 12 and that was a very intimate version and I think everyone needs something like that, they their intimate circle. But then there's the, the church to the masses. And then with Wealthy Kingdom, there's on the next level it's where it's a virtual, yeah. uh, like little uh, virtual gospel dose that you can get. And then there's music. And man, I'm pretty pumped about how Christian music is coming along right now because it's starting to sound, um, it's starting to sound the way that, as a musician myself, the way that I see great music sounding. You know, it's, it's, awesome. it's like, like all of these folks are coming out of the woodwork with their gifts and devoting them to, to Christ, which is super inspiring to see. Um, so the same like five people that were holding up Christian music for like 50 years. Yeah, they're getting some support now from our generation Yep. So that's awesome. That's another thing we hope to do with with wealthy kingdom.